you'll never guess what just happened moments before we started recording this podcast. What what happened, Dan? Another train derailment in I Ohio by Norfolk Southern. It happened literally moments ago. But is it too soon to make jokes about it, Dan? I need you to I be my think- Jiminy on this one. I okay. If, if first off, if you ever need a a moral compass, um, consider me a magnet. I just don't. I don't want the responsibility, my dude. Because it always points straight to you, baby. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Your metaphor backfired, and now you're in charge of all this shit I do. Oh no! But you don't listen. That's like. But you don't listen to your compass. It's like getting getting mad at Google Maps for getting you lost, but you don't you don't use it. You're also you're also my Google Maps because you redirect me to Denver for some reason. I'm not going down there. Stop asking. Uh, Austin goes to exactly one place, and that's Vegas, baby. Hey, cha cha! Welcome to the show. Science, magic, horses, truth, banter, 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 banter. Dan, welcome to our uh, seven-year anniversary of the show. I'm thrilled to see what you have prepared. This is actually it? I think this is it, if my math is right, and it usually is not. Seven years. That's like a, what is that, like a like an eighth grader? I'm really bad with kid ages. Uh, Yeah, I think you can vote now. Yeah. You can definitely vape. <laughs> you can vape for sure, but he can't watch a drag queen read him a story. Well, that's destroying America with their... With their sequins and their rhinestones. Right. They're blinding America's youth. That's what this has been about. The glare from their pretty dresses is blinding America's children. <laughs> it's really just an ocular hazard. I don't know what other people are it's complaining about. It's an ocular about. hazard. Yeah. Thank you. It's affecting the vision of young children. Ah, <laughs> oh, seven years of this. Do you feel like we've gotten any better at it? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. We've gotten more streamlined. We've become the essence of ourselves. Right, right. It's it's uh, what really is that? It's distilled banter. You know, it's purified banter. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's like uh, at first we were we were just like skunky beer, and now we're Jepson's Malort. Yeah, I feel like we've gone from homebrew to maybe hams. <laughs> You know, you can homebrew hams. No, no, Austin. There's not. not Don't get my hopes up. God, I'm sorry. There is no ham beer. I, I, On this our seven year anniversary, you've you've again baited me with ham, only to pull it out from under me like you're like a goddamn football. That that means that we've been doing this podcast for you know since just before the Trump president. Well, just after because we we waited a while to release it. Mm, no, I don't think that's right. I think that we started. This is when we we started release. We started recording during the 2016 presidential election. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was like episode somewhere between 1 and 20. See, Check it out at the website. Please don't. See, I can do self-promo. But you, uh, you can see if you've been listening this whole time, which God bless you and why. Um, why? You can see the, the evolution that that presidency had on me where the last vestiges of my libertarian bullshit just faded away just disappeared uh, yeah and i mean to your extremely limited credit <laughs> I, you were always the you're always the the sunshine sparkles in your eye everyone would do the right thing if you just give them total control kind of libertarian yeah that's what i hoped uh, i didn't have enough corporate experience for any of that to actually be based in reality it was just you know a wish and a <laughs> i prayer. think yeah that's it was, uh, it was fairy, that's kind of the it was fairy tale libertarianism right 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm much more of a, you know, I consider myself a communist. I'm happy to say that. Avowed. Uh, I have not joined yeah, the party. We have to devour but... the, 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 the rich and the powerful because those by necessity breed wickedness. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I'm not saying if a revolution came that uh, I would be at the forefront, but I'm not saying I would be in the back either. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you just like wearing a balaclava. I look amazing in a balaclava. What that does for the line it cuts from my shoulder to my hip, fabulous. I don't like wearing balaclavas, but I do like Vampire Weekend, so I'm torn. Mm, that's fair. So I guess there's only one month out of the year I can wear a balaclava. <laughs> and even then, only if there's <laughs> a South American rice milk candy. Yeah, which you can't get good horchata in Montana, so you're shit out of you luck there. You can't get good horchata in Montana. Prove us wrong. Find us good horchata in this state. And then mail it to me in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> that is a grocery sack you tied a knot in. <laughs> Congealed, and now it's rice pudding. I win either way. <laughs> That's just one of Austin's life hacks. <laughs> Ask people to send you stuff. It'll probably be good. Oh, dude, did I tell you about what somebody's sending me? No. So tell me. in my my professional career, I work for a comic book publisher and I host live streams on a regular basis. And I've got some regulars, people who come to every live stream. They're always buying stuff off of uh, yeah, off those the whales. You're taking them for all they're worth, baby. So one of them said they were going to meet Tom Kenny at uh, Lexington Comics Comic Con. Oh, and I you was did like, mention this. I was like, what? That's amazing. I was like, I'd kill for a Tom Kenny signature. And they're like, okay. We're both SpongeBob. So they uh, they just tech tweeted me a picture of. A Funko Pop of SpongeBob doing the imagination mm, rainbow mm -hmm. and told me they're getting that signed for me from Tom Kenny. And I, I cried. I cried. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what's well, it's easy to make? It's easy to make you cry because you got so many chemicals in your brain. I'm just a soft boy. I, I'd like, let's see here. I In the last seven years, I've, you know, completely rediscovered my political identity. I've embraced my sexual identity. I have uh, come into my own in a professional way in the last, you know, year or so. Right. Um, I kind of you discovered a love for hot pants with wording on the butt. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like that should have been obvious years ago. But yeah, I, 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 yeah. You've, uh, but I repeat yourself. Yeah. Um, and I and I just feel like uh, you know, all in all, it's been it's been pretty good. You know, for me, the last seven years has been like a growth trajectory. Even though I've gone through a lot of hard stuff, my mom died. Uh, the pandemic caused me to lose what had been the best job I'd ever had at the time, most money I'd ever made. I'm not quite back mm -hmm. to that earning potential <laughs> post-pandemic, but, uh, you know, I... Well, well, that's just because you got little tiny bootstraps, this uh, is like true. I've said. This is true. You got little tiny bootstraps. Can't pull yourself up by them. But, you know, I've gotten I've gotten a lot of writing done. I've, I've performed more. And, you know, things have really gone in a positive you're, direction. You were a spring bab yeah. briefly. Yeah, my, my, my life in the last seven years has overall gone in a, a, pot, a lot of ups and downs, but I've ended right. up in a much better place. And uh, and you bought a cool coat in the last seven years. Remember that when I bought that cool coat? I remember. I was with you when you bought that cool coat. This is a great yeah, coat. Yeah, you're prodding. I bought the coat. Now I look a little bit like Columbo. Now you look more like Columbo in your cool coat. I like my Columbo coat. So, you know, we each had wins. We each had victories. We both changed. It's, yeah, truly, truly a decade of upward trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven years and Austin got a coat. <laughs> That's... But it's like a really good coat. It's like a really good. There's a reason I talk about it, guys. It's like a good coat. So, uh, you ever find something that was just made for you? 
you know, in my case, it was uh, the perfect pair of assless chaps, but I feel like Austin really found that in a coat. And to be fair, that's assless chaps are the jazz of clothes. It's all about the leather that's not there. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's an American art form. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wonder what the I wonder what the origin of chaps are. Um, probably like Italy or some bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, Italy. Italy's got the right daddy vibes. Maybe it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, the Italian chapon, <laughs> which is uh, translates literally to butt butt hat. <laughs> <laughs> Good old butt hat. Uh. (laughs) I like everything about butt hat. Nice. Is that is that good enough? No, it's not. We're gonna have to keep going for a while, my dude. Oh god damn it! We've been doing this for seven years. Can't we just end it at (laughs) ten? Can't we do ten minutes of bantry as a treat? (laughs) Just as a treat. Have a movie day. (laughs) Have the listeners watch like Aladdin or something. Just roll in that gigantic tube-based television on a rickety cart that's held down with a strap, like a load strap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And the VCR cables are all like all have like really clear white tags on them, and then corresponding parts on the back because apparently people can't match color it's like sound sound picture picture nintendo 64 nintendo 64 like you know you got to have your right hookups where did you go just now i don't know you went from you went from descriptive stand-up comedy to just reliving a war flashback (laughs) well and it's it's you know i was homeschooled so every day was movie day i exhausted my mother (laughs) i i I would get through some work and then i would fight her on other work and she'd be like i don't care anymore get out of my face i'm done with you which is part of why i can't spell and part of why i have such fond memories of my childhood and maybe why i'm a cinephile and television obsessed because oh you're a cinephile have i gotten gotten into the the cable have i talked about the cable on this the cable. So, growing Your up, favorite Deadpool partner. No. Um, so, my favorite Deadpool partner is Spider Man, and you should have known that. Um, growing up, we had my dad's television from the nineteen seventies. Uh, yeah, I remember that big old clunker, that vacuum tube. Son yeah, of a and bitch. you had to like pull out the power, and it would make a, lar- a loud pop, and then pop. a hum as it would come on, and the power was also the volume. Um, so you'd pull that out and then you'd crank it down as low as you could so the crackle wouldn't come on so that nobody would know because I'd watch Toonami or other late night television and stuff. But the TV and the VCR were hooked up via a cable. And the cable line for the t- cable television went into the VCR. And then you had to have this cable that connected the television to the VCR. And without that cable, you didn't get TV because the antenna was busted. So the only way the television functioned was with this cable there. So it's just an, so your your desire to watch Sailor Moon turned you into a an analog technology technician in the mid nineties. No, what it meant was when my mom wanted to punish me or make sure that we were watching weren't watching too much TV, she would take out the cable. She would remove the cable uh. and she would hide it somewhere. So a, a pastime from my childhood was finding the cable, obsessing over where the cable was, um, trying to figure out where mom had hid the cable. I was checking in shoes. I was checking in drawers. I was checking, you know, behind things in cupboards. And I found it a lot. There were times <laughs> where my parents would be out on a date and my sister would have to call uh, um, my dad's cell phone and be like, mom, you guys are, you know, you're. You're, you're gone for the evening. Uh, where's the cable? And she hadn't given it back before she left. And she's like, oh, I don't want to tell you. It's such a good hiding spot. 
<laughs> so it was this ongoing game until we updated our, our television, at which point it was uh, a little larger and more unwieldy um, to try and do that. So they, she just stopped. When I was in, I was probably like 14 um, when she quit taking out okay. the cable. She was too tired and she was done. Which explains why like you, you don't really know references before 2003. No. Unless, unless they're about cable management. Well, but as a result of this, television was like this amazing thing to me as a kid. Like, I loved TV so much because it was- How be- much was it? But just oh, like, sorry, you know, thought- the way that like when you're when you're not allowed to eat sugar cereal and then finally you can have it, you just like go ham, right? Uh, TV it, was your brain sugar. Yeah, but like, you know, it was drips and drabs and she knew how much I loved TV and I would watch King of the Hill, I would watch The Simpsons, I would watch anything animated and I, I was obsessed once we got, you know, proper cable- with Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and watching the Avatar The Last Airbender shows and Toonami, the after-school block on Toonami was like gold. Um, and also, going into this television obsession, growing up, my sisters, uh, Power Rangers and Wishbone were on at the same time on two different channels. Oh. So they would always beat me up and steal the remote and be like, we're watching Wishbone. And I would Wishbone, fight right. tooth and nail and I would scream and I would kick and they'd just sit on me until they could get it out of my hand and watch Wishbone. So as a result, I hate Wishbone. Um, but there's such good stories. Sometimes the dog is a knight. You know Sometimes what? the dog is a pirate. I realize now that if someone had pitched it to me, I didn't know what Doctor Who was yet, but it could have been like Doctor Who with an animal. I could have been like, all right, I can get into that. But I, I will always hate Wishbone because of that place that it, it operates in my childhood. But I think the love of comedy, like watching those Simpsons episodes, watching King of the Hill, watching that stuff in the late 90s, early aughts, um, and then, like, sneaking down and turning the TV on as quiet as I could to watch, you know, whatever was late and, and going on. I just... To watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. It seemed like this, like, magical thing that was available to me, but I had to work for it. I had to be quiet about it. I had to hide it. I had to do whatever I could to earn it. The reward was story. The reward was comedy. The reward was adventure. And it was always and worth it. Look at to you me. now doing all of those. So good on this podcast. You know, it just it speaks to just the I don't know, the the weird ways that, you know, my mom was a big hider. She loved to hide things. She once mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, cleaned out my room looking for pornography, found none, but rearranged my room and threw away a big manila envelope full of almost $500 in cash because I had convinced <laughs> my dad to buy a bulk order of crappy pocket knives off of a, an infomercial, and then I resold them to homeschool kids. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was my first small business, uh, and my mom <laughs> threw away an envelope full of cash. So that was, that was fun. And dumb. Well, to be fair, that was those are that, that was blood money from an arms deal. Pretty much, I was a little I was a little homeschool warlord back in the day, um, <laughs> but you've always been mine, Nicholas Cage, baby. When I won my PlayStation Two, because my parents would not buy me a video game console under any circumstances until uh, yeah. they finally got me a Game Boy Advanced. That was a really big I deal. Remember, yeah. Um, but also, small thing can be hidden, can be taken away. And, oh, I see the I see the logic. But when the PS2 arrived, uh, I was not home. Too big. And my yeah. mom hid the package for like a month. I was 17 at this point. 17, having never had a console. Well, you were so young and impressionable. And, 
you know, I was with my mom when I won it. I won it under a Coke cap. And I was like, oh, that's right. That was your big win. Yeah. And I showed it to her. She's like, you have won a, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So she hid that from me for like a month. She bought me a game afterwards to make up for it. But uh, yeah, she loved to hide shit from me and all these weird things that she thought. Now, I have to ask. Yeah. A lot of things are clicking into place for me in this moment. Are you a bunch of squirrels in a dance suit? I have often been described your family, as having a squirrel your, your, your family energy. loves burrowing. They love hiding things. This is true. Um, I've heard them talk extensively about oak trees. Uh, putting on winter weight is something that's often commented on. Um, right, right. I think you're a bunch of squirrels is my point. Could be. Who's to say? I'd get a squirrel tattoo, but Clark would have to get a bird tattoo. And that's a joke for us. That's just for the two of us, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The shit that we that is like taboo or, or that our parents work so hard to make sure that we're not into or obsessed with. And uh, here we go. Here we are. Television obsessed. See, I had a I had kind of the opposite experience. I think uh, I think my mom wanted me to be gay. Just just like she wanted me to be anything just so I'd get out of the house. You know, <laughs> Gay's a good hobby. Go be gay. <laughs> <laughs> go be gay. It's the 2000s. She'd always play share music in the car. Mm hmm. Uh, bought me a heart CD for for is that gay? Is heart, the gay zone heart? I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think your mom would have been very pleased if you had been gay. There's still time. Just another still way time I to disappointed make your mom my family. Happy. There's still time, Austin. <laughs> we can get you on Grinder today. <laughs> you know the gays won't have me. There's there's you there's someone with there all kinds of people see. Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gay half fighting back against the straight half. <laughs> uh, That's how bisexuality works. That's not inside you there inside you there are two sexualities. <laughs> and it's the one you feed. Uh, I don't want to get so into what, that. So you want any follow-up questions? Nope. Any, would you would you like for me to elucidate as what is to be fed? I don't want I don't have a feeder gainer thing, so feed these nuts. Interstitial's a fun word. What are some other fun words? Perfidious. That's a, that means sneaky. I loved perfidious and verb. <laughs> <laughs> it was just verb, and the other guy was hiding. <laughs> uh, have cartoons gotten better? I feel like you know, there's a lot of nostalgia. People love to talk well, about like, how good like things. Like you texted me earlier, they go harder. They go so much harder. Like the world, the amazing world of Gumball is dark. <laughs> Yeah, they. <laughs> I like I, I. You know, I've watched Steven Universe as a grown ass adult, and I the whole and weeped time. Weeped openly. I, yeah, weeped openly and was like, "I where was this when I was a kid? I needed this as a kid so bad." Yeah, I would have sped you along real fast. Oh my god! And just the the kindness thing. Like uh, a big part of my demeanor was I got made fun of a lot. I got picked on a lot. I had some bullying issues and stuff. And so I, being a clever little shit who watched a lot of TV, uh became very sarcastic and very mean, just like aggressively mean to keep people at bay and at arm's reach and to control the situation, any situation I walked into. And remember what I always say, remember, that's the real you, and that's why I have to systematically destroy you to protect the world. Correct. Remember? Yeah. Remember I say that? Yeah. I say that a lot. You say that all the time. And you have to agree? I don't have to agree. You (laughs) are (laughs) full. I love Frollo and you. (laughs) (laughs) You've been Frolloing me so hard. You're like, Frollo YOLO. (laughs) Oh, we've made all those jokes before, but it's like, this is like, it's our seven year. We can do a best of. It's our, it's, yeah, it's an anniversary special. Now we're going to, let's go to the clip. Let's go to the clip from, uh, this is 2017. 
uh, and we are talking about uh, the first crazy thing that Trump did. Uh, go to the clip. This probably won't get any worse. This is as bad as it's going to get. Man, I hope that he stays on Twitter because this is entertaining and not at all dangerous. Man, how good is Elon Musk? He does good things and is smart. <laughs> you shattered the illusion. No one even thought that back then. At least not, not us. I did want a flamethrower, but then I heard they were pretty crappy. So yeah, you can't you can't get you can't get bottom bid flamethrowers. You no, know what I mean? No, that's that's a premium product. You know, it's like it's like investing in, in good shoes. You don't want to go cheap. It's just yeah, 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 yeah. Take it's just of- me with a handful of napalm. <laughs> It's like Dale Gribble on King of the Hill. Pocket sand. <laughs> Pocket sand. Shisha. But the sand's on fire. Yeah? Uh, how what about do you yours? think, sharks? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to that bit. Oh God. It's easy. Just it's easy to make jokes. Just make the same one over and over again. I told you about I told did I did I tell you about this on the podcast? Did I talk about my, my Shrek uh, reckoning recently? Shrekening? No, please continue. So uh, I was doing a show. I was doing this cabaret thing, and somebody in the cast showed me their their shrocks, their Shrek Crocs. They had little ears put in them. Oh, you don't need to explain what Shrocks are to me. <laughs> I know. I, I, I can't see your feet, but I can guess. Uh, they are ogre-like. Um, and I uh, was like, yeah, that's all right. And she's like, you probably don't even get Shrek. You probably don't even know Shrek. And I looked her dead in her eyes, and I was like, Shrek? I, I, I remember vividly... I was like, you weren't even, you were a, a, an infant, and I was seeing Shrek in theaters. As, you were but dividing cells. I, I remember when Shrek won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. I remember when Shrek 2 came out and went on to gross over $800 million and become the highest grossing film in animated history. I remember, I started going off about DreamWorks Animation. We liked, we liked like, Shrek so good, we let... We let Mike Myers do Love Guru and nobody stopped him. I said to her, do not cite the old magic at me, bitch, because I was there when it was motherfucking written. And she proceeded to back up and go, okay. She knew she was going to activate your rage state. I mean, listen, you can come at me about a lot of things, but don't try to get into... Uh, the the Roxy is playing Shrek here on the 11th, so I, I I messaged this person on Instagram their post and was like, they're playing Shrek, but they're only letting people in who can accurately explain the feud between Jeffrey Katzenberg and uh, Michael Eisner slash Roy Disney and why uh, Katzenberg failing to take over and get control of Disney animation led to a lawsuit and a lot of uh, back and forth between them. And then he, in a huff, founded DreamWorks Animation and the jokes at Disney's expense were built into that first project. Product, uh, project kind of fueled by his rage and the the lawsuit and the feud therein. But they're only letting people in to see this. And, you, and I have to say all that to get that. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's you just kind of taught me the very long password is what you're saying. Pretty much. So when I when I get into this this Shrek stonemasons, <laughs> Shrek mason, when I get into the Shrek masons meeting, what what can I expect? Um, you can expect that Somebody it takes place. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. And then they sacrifice a donkey in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> the Shrek stone basins. <laughs> we are but onions. Everyone has to break open an onion. Peel back the layers. Find the deepest layer and you shall find Shrekhood. <laughs> uh, cast out the far quads in your life. <laughs> And they need to find the indigo Fiona. That's the that's the end. I'm out of references. 
<sighs> it's great when they do the parade zone. They drive around in their little Shrek mobiles. No one can tell they're a secret society because you expect the Shrek in a parade. <laughs> you do expect Shrek in a parade. Uh, the sisterhood of the Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just because he's so hot in that new movie. He's voiced by Antonio Banderas. Automatic seven. I don't care what the character is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's not wearing pants. Automatic eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know it's a cat, right? A what? It's a cat. Puss in Boots, it's, it's a cat. Yeah, it's a, it's a made-up animal furry's made up to made up to have sex with. <laughs> no, that's wolves, Austin, which is why I was uh, really... Oh. It explains why so many ranchers are anti-wolf, but I was really surprised Montana wanted, you know... Because got... they're tired of them furries <laughs> fucking on their property, scaring away the Get cattle. Get out of here! Uh, yeah, once you start hearing the yiffin, you know that your herd's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> the furries are a yiffin. Them cows are a whiffin. That is to say... <laughs> reduced to an unsellable state due to stark terror. <laughs> but I, I had to I had to I had to make it rhyme, you see. Uh only, folk wisdom can only be passed on if it rhymes. It can only be passed on if it rhymes. Mm-hmm. So it is so it is yiffin, so shall it be. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we mentioned furries, so mark that off on your bingo card. Um what 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 if someone completes the bingo, what do they get? What 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 prizes do we have prepared on this our our, our very well planned seven year anniversary? Uh, I think that they get uh, two wishes from you, not three. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that works because they are guaranteed to be Faust. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, you know Monkey Paw LLC. Like this ain't gonna be a good time. Like uh, help me help warm me up for that. Like what what are some things people could wish for that I can kind of like wishmaster into a horrible fate? Uh, money, lots of money. Um, you can have them. Yeah, that's easy. Physically crushed by riches. Correct. Um, the perfect body. Uh, but um, turned into a turned into a marble statue. There you go. Um, we could do uh fame and fortune, and you can make them like an infamous uh serial killer or something horrible. A bank robber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give them infamy rather than fame. Uh, I think you could also, you know, if they wish for happiness. Uh, you can just get them a warm gun. Happiness is a warm gun. Bang, bang. Shoot, shoot. I, me, I prefer the Carradine goodbye. I thought you preferred the Carradine hello. That's when you, uh, that's when you show up at some, no, that's when you show up at somebody's wedding and kill everyone. <laughs> I don't know why I said goodbye. You say hello. I say hello. And now it's a Beatles special. Now it's a Beatles special, baby. Anniversaries often have uh, a gift associated with them, you know. So, yeah. like, you know, there's the paper. The seven silver? No, I believe that seven is ivory. Um, so. Oh, good. I got you uh, one. I of, love poaching. <laughs> well, uh, as a vegan. Ask me uh, what my favorite kind of egg is. I love poaching <laughs> so much. I know you're going to say ostrich, and I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, as a vegan, there's only one source of ethical ivory. So, I am sending you one of my wisdom teeth. Oh, I, okay. That brings it up to two. I got. Yeah. Wait. What? If I collect, if I collect all four, I get a witch from the dragon Shenron. Because <laughs> uh, you got a magical mouth, my guy. I do have a magical mouth, or so. You I, got a magical <laughs> mouth. I've been told. <laughs> Another clue I should have paid attention to. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you consider the survey of people who said that. <laughs> like ten thousand people said you gave great oral sex. <laughs> You're a, either you're a very heavy sleeper or a very heavy sleepwalker. 
Woof. <laughs> That's. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. The implications of that are rough. Isn't it bad? It's Isn't pretty it... bad, man. It's pretty bad. Isn't it bad? I'm keeping it in. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I never, I never thought that I was graded oral. I always heard I was an oral B. Like the, like the, like the, like, like, the, the, like the Jerry Seinfeld bug. No, like the, like the. No, 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 no. I am not. I'm not uh, an insect that will seduce your mother. Ah, <laughs> uh, where am I gonna find one then? <laughs> Her birthday's in three weeks. B-movie two, Mother's Day. <laughs> Why does it sound like a threat? Because <laughs> it's a because your mother is very allergic to bees. <laughs> oh, no. Which is why they're star... And bees die after they sting you, so they're star-crossed lovers, both alike in dignity. Mm, that is... Oof, the fault is but in our stars. I sure do like those green brothers. They're great on the TikTok. You should do. You should do like those green brothers. Yeah. Just be a prolific artist and prolific like internet entertainment personality and just sort of uh, have already done that for a decade and be one of the first people to do it and be very good at it, Dan. Ah, yes. We come back to the need of your time machine. But uh, as you've told me before, it only goes forward in time. So it's not super helpful. Goes, so, yeah, we'd have, to, we'd, we'd have to check whether or not time is a flat circle so we could return to uh, this exact iteration of this moment. But Always 60 years with in the, the McConaughey past. model of physics. Time is a flat circle. And love can make you push books over if you want it real bad. <laughs> oh, my cat loves me so much. <laughs> Your cat loves you so much. Oh, man. Just pushing books over like a little monster. She had a, she went on a, a bender the other night. She knocked some stuff off. Knocked over a container of powdered peanut butter, so there was dust all over the place. Knocked over a but water Andy bottle. But Indy loved that. Um, well, Indy sleeps in our room because she's not a terrorist. Uh, knocked over a water bottle, so there was water all over the floor. Threw up a hairball by the water dish and vomited up her own food back into the dish. So hot. It was a lot. Um, and then later, Indy had thrown so up just, in the you bedroom. You just woke up to a trail of destruction and putrescence. Pretty much. And I cleaned all that up. So later when Courtney realized that Indy had thrown up under the bed, I was like, I've, I've done my vomit duty today. That one's on you. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is about an equal partnership. Someday we'll get there. Yeah, I, yeah it's I about an to, equal partnership and uh, like sort of subverting that so that there's a winner and a loser and you're not going to be the loser. I didn't raise a loser, Dan. Austin, you didn't raise me at all. You weren't in my life. You <laughs> left. You went out for a pack of cigarettes and I was like, we're six. Could you even do that? Well, it was just, yeah, it was just all, it was that all day. You're not my real dad. <laughs> we're the same age. How can you be my father? I can't deal with all that noise. <sighs> oh, yeah. But you, uh. You still gave me a weight at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Take him, please. And everyone laughed. They did laugh. They laughed pretty hard. It was a good time. You gave a good toast. Remember it? I do. Well, I remember the opening remember line. I remember you said I'd never seen him so serious and sincere about anything in his life. Yeah, you did a great job. You weren't even drunk either. It was before you were a, a drinker. Yeah, it was before I, was, uh, before I drank. Yeah. What would, it, what would, <laughs> post, post alcoholism, what, what speech <laughs> would I have given at your wedding? Uh, it should have been me. Well, you would have been crossfaded because I know for a fact you would have taken a gummy and then started drinking. So you would have That's been true. like relaxed, maybe a little, a little more open with your gestures and stuff. Maybe a little more rocking. You'd have that a little more hand talky. Yeah, a little sure, more hand talky, sure, sure. a little louder. Uh, you probably wouldn't have needed the microphone. 
Um, you would have made some inside jokes about the podcast, uh, and you would have talked about- I would have promoted the podcast <laughs> during my, my best man speech. You'd be like, for the rest of my best man speech, you got to listen to this week's episode. <laughs> Only for premium subscribers, motherfucker! And then you'd break a bottle over your head. Oh, that's, I used that opportunity to announce the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, instead of a dollar dance, you can subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> that's my one regret. We didn't do a dollar dance. We should have done a dollar dance. Should have did a dollar dance. Should have did a dollar dance. I mean, I've done Should've dollar dances dollar. on stage before, but that's very different. Yeah, that's that hurt that's, my marriage. That's not, that that's not for love. <laughs> that's for power. Yeah. <laughs> but she finally got me off that pole. She saved me from my life of uh, exotic dancing. Because you couldn't get off. You were too high up, and you were scared. <laughs> I was so scared. It was so high. I didn't mean to get that high. <laughs> but she was very cool about it. She's like, "There's, there, there's, there's no shame in this, but I do think you should probably go to your regular job now." <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn she said as she pried you off like a scared cat uh, that all I have to do to get attention from firemen is get stuck somewhere high <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the lesson I would have taught you I know the correct one <laughs> uh, I've learned so much from you over the years Austin how little self worth yeah, I have repeat your lessons uh, repeat the cantos I have imparted <laughs> love is earned and only uh, and then should be uh, you know resented <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you don't, and if you don't earn any love, what does that say about you? Uh, you're inherently unlovable. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all work is theft, uh, which was actually a good lesson. Um, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Broken clock. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. What do I say about that Romani girl, Esmeralda? <laughs> Stay away from. I, don't, I didn't use the word uh, Romani when I taught it to you, but uh, you did say those people grow. a lot, which was. Uh, mm-hmm. a- Pretty, pretty uh, indicative of a lot of your early prejudices that uh, were not great. Um, you also taught me that anime is best uh, watched in shame and secret. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that- and do we talk about the things that interest us? No. No, because that's an opportunity no, for people mask. to make fun of you. Right. We mask. We pretend to like normal things, mm-hmm. and we don't talk a lot mm-hmm. to reduce the exposure to shame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. You've you've learned my lessons. Yeah. All your major food groups can be found at a gas station. Mm-hmm. And should be. And should be. And uh, fear is a lie. There's only passion. What else? Uh, I thought you said that fear was the mind killer. It can uh-huh. be both. <laughs> Wait, were you trying? You were going Sith, and I was going Dune. I was going Sith, and you went Dune. Yeah. yeah. Times the times do change. Um, uh, passion is a fear. There's only force. Force is a good guy. That's the one. <laughs> Through power, my chains are broken. I believe that's how it ends. I love Star Wars. <sighs> that hasn't changed. I love I love it with less um, obsession now. Um, right. But can, have you gotten to the point where you can admit Episode Nine was bad, or is it is that still like the crutch you hold on to? Oh, Episode Episode Nine was not good, but there are parts of it that I enjoyed. Okay, well. We'll continue our Shutter Island style therapy and get you to admit it later. <laughs> I know that you uh, you've, you you only operate in states where conversion therapy is legal and encouraged, but where only, it's mandatory. But you only do conversion therapy. Whatever, for whatever breaking, you are, I got to convert you to the other one. <laughs> just breaking Star Wars fans. That's your conversion therapy. <laughs> Repeat after me, Misa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run through the ethics of droids and how it's slavery. <laughs> it's effective. <laughs> this children is called a restraining bolt. Mm-hmm. Guess what it's a metaphor for? 
Yeah, you know, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 didn't have the right to marry until 10 years after the Battle of Yavin. And that was after they were war heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do better, New Republic. Do better. C-3PO should have to lose an arm and then get a different arm to be recognized. I don't like what we're... I don't like what this is turning into. <laughs> no. Metaphor is turning into just us being stupid. <laughs> Uh, when you think about it, the stupidity of the show is a metaphor for how dumb being friends is. Is it being friends? Is true. Think about it, though. Is it being friends like insane? You just meet another human being. You're like, do we like any of the same things? Yes or no? Maybe. Right. Um, Maybe. And now, fellas, is it gay to have friends? Now I love you more than my than members of my family, and I and you are well, your my family. Ride and your die. family sucks. Well, like as on bulk, uh, statistically not great. <laughs> Statistically, yeah. Yeah, you got some good ones in there to sort of skew the median, but... Uh, yeah, but they're outliers. On, on the whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so I'll in the talk, land I'll, of the blind, I'll, I'll talk about I'm this pretty because good. she's never going to hear this. My, my, one of my sisters uh, started a podcast for work. She's asked me maybe, maybe one question about podcasting, which was, how many people listen to your show? It's the only question she's asked me. And Yeah, and that's... And that's why we do it for both of our listeners. Well, but the, here was the thing that was interesting. Adair and Cameron. Um, Happy 7th, you guys. Will Baloo, Whitney, there's other folks. She has made a lot of mistakes with this show and is not uh, killing it, in my opinion. Right. And she's well, never- Well, it was a mistake to, to release her full name and home address in the first episode. <laughs> but to never ask- advice from people who've been doing it a long time even though we're not like commercially viable it just it speaks to some some hubris and some uh inflated sense of self to just not ask anyone for advice or help um just like how i taught you yeah no. asking for help is weakness a weakness shall not be tolerated exactly, yeah exactly. the lesson the canto am i using that right <laughs> well i don't know I'm not familiar with cantos. I am familiar with sito. That's an Easter egg. You guys are going to know what sito is in like another. Sito on these. Nope. You'll you'll know you'll know what that is in like a year, guys. So remember sito, and then when you you're going to be like, oh, that was the thing. Yeah, I know what that is. It's We're making moves. We're making things happen. Spoiler alert: We do stuff. We do stuff. We spent an hour before this show talking about another thing. But anyway, weakness weakness shall not be tolerated. Weakness shall not be tolerated. And even the appearance of weakness must be pounced on immediately, like I told you. Um, Unless you're talking about children's entertainment. That's the only time you seem to be okay with vulnerability. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the outlet. We all need a a pressure release valve. 100%. The only emotion I'm allowed to feel is when Ruby smooches Sapphire right on the mouth. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, definitely not when Steven, you know, grows and becomes a more well-rounded person. That's that's No, definitely not that. Yeah. It's it's all smooching. It's all smooching for Austin. Oops, all smooches. <laughs> that's my brain. <laughs> I'm going to get you a shirt that says Oops, all smooches and it's you as Captain Crunch puckering up. <laughs> I'm sure that will go splendidly. I think you'd be adorable. You'd look like a little Steven Universe with your curly Oh, you just wanted me to wear a sea captain's hat. God damn it. <laughs> This is another trick to get me to cosplay. How many times have I told you that you are the very model of a modern major general, Austin? I don't know shit about minerals. (laughs) Animals, vegetables, I got them. Were you not just talking about gems? Were you not just talking about gems? I didn't even know. That's how little I know about minerals. (laughs) Uh, But of all the problematic Gilbert and Sullivan, we'll we'll, we'll let you have that one, I guess. Hooray. Sure, you don't want me to be yum yum? (laughs) <laughs> nope. 
You sure you don't want me to talk more about yum yum? <laughs> nah, don't get into pish tush. Don't get into any of them. It's uh, the Mikado's no good, guys. The Mikado's no good. I don't care if you're a wandering minstrel. I don't want to hear about it. Well, let's just say I'm the David Cameron kind of wandering minstrel. You know what I mean? I don't. Explain. Go to a lot of Halloween parties. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a lot of photographic evidence of what I do at Halloween parties. Oh, God. Oh, no, no. I think you're thinking of um, Justin Trudeau. Halloween parties. I am. And and, yeah. and, uh, and Prince Harry, that time he was a Nazi. Prince Harry. God. Oh, I mean, there is, we've all made bad Halloween costume choices. It's it's a fact. But anytime you're putting, uh, you know, uh, makeup on, you should probably ask yourself a couple of questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> how much of this is going where makeup shouldn't go? <laughs> Uh, although I, I have to commend you for your avatar costume this last year. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say I. Um, a lot of people said I wouldn't. A lot of people said I shouldn't study the Shyamalan av- avatar that that uh, sort of closely is to produce an exact costume of him. <laughs> of M. Night Sh- saying, no, it was just a, you were dressed as M Night Shyamalan wearing an avatar, the Last Airbender, the last filming Airbender mask, like yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're just M. Night Shyamalan on the set of uh, Avatar, which was also problematic Avatar for a number Life. of reasons, uh, but not not the same kind of problematic. Yeah, so what, I, what, what my plan was, I was going to tell everyone I was doing that. Uh-huh. I was going to dress as the Avatar, and then um, everyone got really excited about me dressing as the Avatar. And then I just sort of, um, the day of, did something that had nothing to do with Avatar. Mm, mm-hmm. Just like... Maybe as a meta twist, maybe just because I'm bad at making movies and everyone was fooled because I did The Sixth Sense. Listen. And thought, oh, Austin's a good filmmaker. I I'm will sorry, defend M. Night Shyamalan because Unbreakable was good. Split was good. Glass was okay. Glass was okay. Uh, eh, well, the TV show that he's got okay. going on right now that he's a co creator. It's good. I enjoy I it. I'm, I'm worried he's not going to thread the needle. There's 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 some explanations that's still when necessary. When has Shyamalan ever not threaded the needle except for most times? Well, I'm a little worried about how it's going to end. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Servant is is very fun and a good. You know what? I'll even give The Village a W. I like The Village. I think The Village gets overlooked in the Shyamalan canon. I liked the, the alien one. Signs, yeah. Signs. Mm-hmm. I never watched. That's just because I'm such a big Mel Gibson fan. Austin, <laughs> no. I don't follow his private life, but his <laughs> his cinematography, I love. Well, you know, I I don't think he's a great actor, but you know, I, I he is he is a he's a good director. He's uh, what people thought masculinity was in the '90s, and in retrospect, we're just like, huh, okay, I huh. Maybe there's some problems here. I talk like this, and I don't talk about my feelings. And I wear a slight scowl in all my scenes. Ooh, what a man's man. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Also, I don't show off my muscles, but I wear leather jackets. Then cut to some audio recordings of him saying horrible things. (laughs) We can can include those. I think we shouldn't. We don't want to get demonetized. We're already demonetized, Austin. We can't afford to owe more money. We can't money. get negatively monetized. That's just being fined. <laughs> We're fine. We're negatively monetized. Oh, man. Can you imagine if the FCC tried to regulate podcasts? <laughs> they would They would have a mass exodus I mean, they of should. Employees. Joe Rogan needs to be stopped. Oh, God. Joe Rogan. Don't get me started on that fuck. 
<sighs> Remember when Peterson got a suit made of his tweets? Remember just him like crying all the time and every like every appearance since like he was away for that month and we're pretty sure he almost died. Yep. And probably had brain damage. And since he's back, he cries in like every public appearance. Remember that? Oh, man. We haven't even talked about uh, Adam Scott or Scott Adams, the uh, the Dilbert creator. <laughs> Getting... Oh God, Adam Scott said some <laughs> racist things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a shame because <laughs> I will still watch Severance season two, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> Severance is. I'm so just surprised good. he's been doing Dilbert all these years. <laughs> I was like, did you really need to act? It seems like this was doing just just fine for you. And I, I well, I, I'm so upset that Scott Adams has been canceled because nobody saw it coming no there's not been any record of this and dilbert is such a funny strip it'll tear me apart to not have to read it yeah dan what if work is is boring but funny i just dan wow what if corporate culture is a little bit zany what if that what if what if austin marvel's what uh, if <laughs> <laughs> what if dilbert was good <laughs> Thanos would need at least two Infinity Stones to make that work. <laughs> yeah, a minimum. Austin, in the last seven years, what has been the cultural moment that you think we didn't we didn't take a proper run at that we didn't we didn't make the the right jokes or we didn't we didn't tackle it head on like we should have? Like what did what did we take the wrong position on? No, 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 because that's going to be everything. <laughs> <laughs> you you're you're a staunch contrarian. You just you just got to take. Um, I prefer the term uh, free thinker. Actually, um, <sighs> every time I, I I try and do just a generic prick, it turns into Shapiro. I wonder why. So instead of devil's advocate, I'm going to steal something I saw on TikTok and take uh, you know devil's adversary and just say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! It's almost like this paper-thin character is easily defeated. <laughs> All I need sorry, you to do I'm... is sta stand up for yourself. That was the real lesson. You well, I'm get sorry, an A I know I'm, in banter class. I'm definitely class. Uh, infringing on your free speech by telling you your takes are bad. How You should just let me have those. Yep. Without comment or controversy and give me a lot of money and power and control. While I sort of advertise, I shouldn't have any of those things. Damn. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. People saying that this is, uh, that the things I said is bad is oppressing me. He says it to his massive platform. Yeah, and all those poor people we canceled that have had no fame or success or public visibility ever since. Mm -hmm. Every single person that's been canceled has been unpersoned off the face of the earth. Right? Dave Chappelle, living out of his car now. Yeah, but a, but a moat of cosmic dust reduced to his constituent atoms by the big <laughs> canceling ray we built. Oh, it's so funny. It's terrible. J.K. Rowling? Not even a real name. Her real name has been expunged from thought, so that's the name we now have to associate with with the unpersoned concept. Right? Yeah. Doing doing so so poorly. What with the all that Hogwarts legacy money rolling in now. God. Can you imagine having that much power and just being a prick? Yeah, just like it's almost laying... like the two concepts are linked somehow. Right? It's just like a, an imaginary attack on you is worth putting the might of your voice and platform behind. Like something you perceive as a threat that actually has nothing to do with you and is no way threatening. You'll like happily lay down with fascists because I'm a skewed. <laughs> like, shut up. 
I don't like that other people are in the bathroom with me. No one likes that other people no are in the bathroom. No one likes that Nobody rowling. wants to have other people in the bathroom. It has nothing to do with their genitalia. It's that the bathroom sucks. Everything should be single stall unisex. That's my stance because everyone hates a public restroom. Everyone well, hates not, a not everyone. There's a lot of Republican senators that love that a public love bathroom. a certain layout of bathroom. But it has nothing. It has to a do little with... bit of what I would call an open plan. <laughs> yeah, a little more of an open plan. Just uh, <laughs> a little more light, uh, but not too much light. Uh, yeah, just like a certain like waist level ventilation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Dan, as we, as we wrap up this this our seventh year of banter, what what's your what's what's our five year plan? What 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 do we need to do going forward to really? reinvigorate this brand because they say you need to completely switch it up every seven years to stay relevant to your audience uh merchandise and more guests i would like to get back to having guests on so austin you're up first i demand you you provide us with a guest um i think i can do that um um have you seen my big sack (laughs) have you seen that big sack i use for don't worry about it uh no i have not seen your big sack you're you're your your sack. What about my tough. what about my comically large butterfly net? I haven't seen that in a long time. Austin, I think you can rustle up a guest. In fact, I'm going to charge you here on air in front of everyone for our next episode. Don't you charge me? I, Only God can charge me. <laughs> I would like you to bring. Don't on you a guest Javert me? I've done good since. Who has not since. been on the show before? Um, does Nana Amanda count? Because she was no. doing those fantastic characters. <laughs> no, not Nana Amanda. Somebody new. Uh, can I put Clark in a wig? That fools you usually. <laughs> fool me once and i have a wonderful time on that date fool me twice and it was still a really nice evening fool me three times and you just uh, have an open relationship now yeah i think at that point courtney and i need to have a conversation (laughs) no uh so tune in next week folks where we'll start off our seven year with our guest stravaganza we're gonna start having guests on again that's what's gonna change and maybe we'll do a t-shirt we can do unsolicited advice again we still have that sound bite yeah that's true have fun. Good night, everybody. Happy seven years to us. Hooray. I'm bad at editing things. Sorry. I'm so sorry. A Secret Weapon Production.